Hello and welcome to I Got That One, a university challenge appreciation podcast presented by me, Tom, and me, Yvonne. Why, hello! A very happy inauguration day to you all. Can we not make this about American politics? All right, fine. But it just so happens to be this is they were recording, but we're not going to talk about it because、mm-hmm. something far more important than the peaceful transition of the one of the largest democracies in the world is happening. We're University challenge. Exactly, we're recording. I got that one、mm-hmm. for. The second quarterfinal match、yes. of season fifty,、mm. and the first episode was quite a barnstormer. It was quite involved.、Uh, there were, you know, some high points, some low points, very、yes. high scoring. This one was a bit more mellow. Yes,、um, bit slower. Not necessarily boring.、Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that it was a boring match. It definitely wasn't boring, but it was, I think, one of the more lower scoring matches so far. Could be because the questions have gotten more difficult, a bit more complex. Could、yeah. be for other reasons. Although, if you were to believe the armchair panelists on YouTube, oh, this was super easy. There's so many I got so right. Like,、oh, shut <laughs> up. Just because it happens to fall into what you know for your pop quizzes doesn't mean it's an easy. Final match. Yeah, but you know, regardless, I thought it was quite fun to、it、watch.、Was. Yeah, but I think that's more the nature of the teams as opposed、yeah, to anything else because、so. this time it was Balliol Oxford versus King's College London. Yeah. And we've been on record saying in the past that Kings London is one of the more fun teams to watch, yeah, because there's some very strong personalities at play. Yeah, we've never really said that about Balliol before, but this time I actually found them a lot of fun to watch. I thought they had a very nice team dynamic, and they seem to be having fun themselves. I think it has been there in the past, but it's because the last time we watched them play, it was against、uh, St John's of Cambridge, and、yeah. that was where they absolutely demolished the competition. <laughs> they did, yeah. And in the first round, I think it was kind of tough because you know Van Soest was. On the opposite team, yes. So it's yes. a bit tough to, you know, talk about. <laughs> oh, the lovely engaging、uh, personalities. Yeah, I think they have definitely captured my attention a lot more、um, than they did at the beginning. So for sure, and I would say it's definitely because there's a very strong chemistry between two to three of the team. Yeah, yeah and yeah, yeah. that's not to say that you know that the fourth one is the awkward one. It's just you know I think it's just the nature of it's just、things. more noticeable. Yeah, yeah.、Mm. But we'll get onto that. This is just a mere. Tears of、uh, things to come. Yes, indeed. So we've talked about both teams before a couple of times. You know, you know who they are and what they do, so we won't get into that. Yeah, exactly. So we'll just launch into it, and I'm just saying this is probably one of the longer times it took for a first round. First question to be answered. Yes.、Uh, watching O'Connor kind of waiting to the last one. I don't know if it's because he was waiting for all the information or. Yeah. I don't know what was going on there, but it wasn't、uh, as quick a buzz as as we've seen like last week and a few weeks before. Yeah,、that. I think it kind of set the tone for the rest of the game. Yes, yes. I, I guess people were just much more considered this time. They took their time. Yeah. That's true,、mm. but it wasn't the kind of conferring where you feel like no one's making a decision. Yeah. Um, at the very least, there was no Paxman saying, "Come on, come on." There was none、anything. of that. Yeah. yeah.、Mm. Well, he either does that if you're taking astronomically long, or if it's been a high-scoring game. Yeah. And he wants to give the other team a chance to, you know, catch up a little bit. Yeah. You know, yeah. In the interest of fair play. Yeah, so that's why I give it to the complexity of the questions. I think there just had to be a little bit more conferring to get the right answer. For sure. So、mm. I guess、uh, that's a good enough opener to start talking about the questions themselves. So it's interesting because I definitely think questions are more difficult、yes. because, of course, it's the quarterfinals. They're trying to bring out、mm. the more complex stuff. But there were also quite a few which I got correct, yeah, which is、too. more than I can say for last、uh, last week. Okay. What I really liked、mm. uh, was, for example, the Shakespeare question,、yes. which was. 
really just a stealth history question. <laughs> yeah, okay, tell us more. Well, it was basically based on the play Henry VIII. Yeah. Uh, basically, it was just asking the real-life counterparts, you know, who are these people referring to, but it's also people that actually existed back in the day. Yeah. And it was just interesting because I kind of knew the answers, not because of my Shakespeare knowledge, but because mm. of the time I learned about Henry VIII back in uh, the yeah, years so of school. Yeah, so it's a kind of question where it's a bit more difficult, but you can draw on a few more wells of knowledge to get the right answer. So exactly. in that sense, yeah, it's you know it's it's more difficult, but it's also giving you more clues, right? Yeah, so. and you can see this is the kind of question that Kings did very well. Jackson, mm. you know, he's a history uh, student. Yeah, nearly graduated, yeah. as he uh, liked to tell us. Mm. So you could tell he was really kind of well. At one point, he said Shakespeare got his history right most of the time, right? <laughs> right? So yeah, I know the answer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, other questions? Well, let me pass it to you first before I dominate proceedings. Well, I like the question on longest continuous land borders. That, that was, was very, very fun. That was a fun one. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad that we've moved towards these kind of uh, picture rounds as yeah. opposed to... <laughs> Classical paintings. Or, you know, words. Yeah, we did have a painting round. We did have a painting round, but that uh, was also a fun one. We'll that was also about a fun one. <laughs> later, but... This one was interesting because no one, I mean, I didn't get either, but yeah. no one got the Argentina Chile uh, one in the first yeah, round. Yeah, when, then when you see the final answer, it feels like it should have been obvious. I mean, um, given the, the, the length of the thing as well. Yeah, I mean, because uh, Schofield said France and Germany. Is that, are you sure? Yeah, there was one border that occurred somewhere in. Was it North Africa? There weren't any in North Africa. It was oh, okay. mainly Asia-based. Kazakhstan, Russia, China, Mo- Mongolia, those yeah. kinds of areas. And yeah. then there was the one between Brazil and mm. Bolivia. I wouldn't say they were very easy, though. So kudos to the team for getting quite a few of those correct. Yeah, I mean, the first one, you could kind of... The first one, everyone got it wrong, right? The starter? The starter, but the but first of the bonus sets. That went to Balliol in the end. Yeah, they, they got that one right. Well. Because you can kind of... Uh, you know, guess it because of the, the shape. You think, okay, yeah. which country is mostly enveloped by another country? Mm. You mm. can kind of deduce that. Yeah. And they almost got the Kazakhstan one, right? Mm. And I think anyway, to get on University Challenge, you need to know the world map, you know, like the back of your hand. So, Well, I mean, not necessarily. I we- think that would be one of the more strategic things to do. True. But there have been a few teams which have struggled significantly with geography. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's just one of those ones where it's easy to remember place names or learn how to do very quick mental mm, mathematics. But not necessarily but... the nature of the border between the countries, perhaps. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But yeah, that was a, definitely a fun question. Mm-hmm. And was... then, like what we talked about, the second uh, picture round. Oh, yes. That was a lot of fun. So the best, best bums. Best museum bums. <laughs> yeah, that was from, I think it was a Twitter <laughs> competition that... Oh. Uh, Oh. A museum did. Okay. So yeah, you're in lockdown, you're at home, you've got much else to do. You're going to be on Twitter anyway because you're doom scrolling. Might as well look at some Bumps. nice, well, I was going to say art pieces. Nice rear ends. There were some very nice rear ends. Well, there were, there was one some nice bottoms. rear end. Yeah. Uh, the David one was very nice. That was quite a nice Yes, bottom. the other ones were a bit less... Well, you know, let's not shame bodies. I'm not shaming. That's just not what I was particularly into. All right. Let's put it that way. (laughs) And also enjoyed, just because, you know, I'm a sucker for these kind of things, the Welsh Castle's uh, bonus set. Yes, yes. I glazed over a bit on that one. Well, that says a lot about uh, (laughs) us, doesn't it? Yes. But in terms of other ones... 
There weren't that many questions asked. Yes, there weren't that many asked. Yeah, to be, I mean, because it was a low scoring round. Yeah. Well, I will have to say the music round was pretty funny. The popular music <laughs> round. Because of how awful everyone was at, at this question and how annoyed <laughs> Paxman seemed to get. Okay. I well, think, in, a, in a good natured way. I think we should make this clear. These, mm. this, this is all music from the 50s. <laughs> and I can understand how you would feel demoralized watching 20-somethings not know him. Yeah. Speaking as someone who is... For the next year and some change at least, still yeah. a 20-something. Yeah. I didn't know any of these songs. Yeah, me neither. They were vaguely familiar. Mm. And I only got the Dolly Parton one because, you know, it's Dolly Parton. Yeah. If you don't recognize Dolly Parton's voice, then you really have not sought out any country music at all. Yeah, yeah. So it's just funny to see Paxman slowly start <laughs> descending into a well of despair as he realizes uh, none of these youngsters know any of these songs. Yeah, but he's, he's, he's always been quite funny about it. So I think he's aware that this is ancient music. He says yeah. to himself. Yeah. But it's just funny that there was a complete washout for Belio. Yeah, I think they even, they even gave um, uh, the name of a female singer when the answer was a male singer. So it goes to show how much they knew. Yeah. yeah. But they managed to get uh, an answer for a uh, you know, historical figure born in the Austro-Hungarian Empire yeah. usually afterwards. So, so, you know, priorities. Well, like Paxman said, at least you know the important things. Yes, indeed. I think it just goes to show that uh, people who get on University Challenge, there are not a lot. Mm. You won't necessarily know what you think everyone knows. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that you don't know things. Yeah. And, you know, I would have to say that for Belial, being a very humanities-heavy team, a lot of classics, law, yeah. you know, politics, that sort of thing, Um, they actually have a very impressively broad range of knowledge. That's true. Yeah. And actually, I feel like they perform slightly better on science yes, questions I noticed that as than well. King's did who has someone doing two scientists yeah at least. Um, someone studying medicine another one doing cardiovascular yeah diseases. and what I noticed was that actually the two scientists on Kings were on either end uh, sitting on either end so it could have impeded conferring on, on their part a little bit you know you might have a point yeah you could have a point there mm. um, yeah I mean I, I remember Schofield a couple of times just lighting up when she got a sort question I think at least one of them was on a, a science or a, well one of them was on astronomy yeah yeah and so you wouldn't expect someone from a humanities background to get that but she did and she was really happy about it and it was very nice seeing that actually yeah I want to talk about it was very charming uh, the contestants a yeah. little bit um, of course yeah first things first Schofield is adorable when she gets yes. questions right not even when she gets it right whenever her team gets something right she just lights up and is yeah. so honestly happy that they got yeah. it right and it just it's infectious it warms her heart it honestly does and then also you can tell that her and O'Connor have a very strong rapport going on yeah Crowther as well yeah, Crawford as well. Three of them. I have a very noticeably, yeah. you know, good dynamic. I think, but the, I think those two have the strongest connection. Yeah, I think that's that looked like that as well. Because it seems like they're the kind of people who hang out outside lot, yeah. of preparing for these things. Mm. I think Crawford's a little bit older than them. Could be. So maybe could be. you know she has. Yeah, a she's she's doing a defil. So exactly. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's hard enough to have any free time as an undergrad in Oxford. Let alone a I shudder to think what it's like to do a defil. I defil. know. I know. And I saw some people mention that, oh, Tomasi, what's he even doing there? He didn't buzz, he didn't say anything. I think this is being very unfair. Yeah, I think he was definitely present for so many of the questions. He's just a bit more of a quiet, understated kind of person. That's all. Yeah, and also you could hear, because it's very hard to miss the good eye night and <laughs> the Australian accent when uh, conferring. Yeah. He is actively involved in a lot of the questions. Yes. And I think he helps contribute to a correct answer a lot of the time. Yeah, I find he's very good on geography questions. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Mm. I think it's just that... Uh, obviously, he's a reserve, so I think a lot of the mm. preliminary stuff, and there was a long gap in recording between yeah, so the first round and the second round. Stuff there, and also sitting at the very end. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I saw someone uh, comment that. Uh, 
poor uh, Tomasi spent most of her time looking at Schofield's back because mm. she was pretty much glued to looking at O'Connor for conferring. Yeah. Which is a bit of a shame because yeah. if you compare that to Kings, uh, yeah. Triggs made an effort to kind of sit back and let, you know, Zoo get involved in conversations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's anything mean-spirited. I think it's just when you get Re-excited. very involved. Yeah. You, know, you sometimes get a little bit, you know, tunnel visioned. Mm-hmm. And it's not like he was not involved in a conversation. It's just that I think visually it kind of Sets Felt a tone. that way, yeah. Okay. And can give the wrong impression, which I'm sure is not at all intention. Nah. And I think that, you know, even though it's not as strong a score as we saw last episode, yeah. we have proved that Belial are a strong team. I think so. I think, I mean, we predicted that they'll get very far. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And I saw some people saying, oh, I'm not sure if they have what it takes to get that much further. No. I think they definitely, because definitely do. Because we have to remember, St. John's were also a phenomenally strong team. Yeah. And they were left in the dust yeah. in the end, in the <laughs> second round. Yeah, yeah. So we have to keep all this in mind. Mm. And we should also talk about Kings as well, because we are going to see them come back. Yeah. Every team has to play at the very least twice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so they will need to win two more in a row to qualify for the season. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And I think I'm going to stand by what we said in our predictions. I love watching Kings play. Yeah. They are a lot of fun. Yeah. And I think they are actually very competent. I know you're a fan of Jackson. I'm a great fan of Jackson yes. because I feel like we would have been friends in uh, university. Just asking, what what is uh, studying war history like? Well, oh, no, war, war, studies studies and war history. studies and history. Yeah, man after my own heart. But also, yeah. you know, Triggs is a lovely lad. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We've also seen... I feel like she's getting out of her shell a little bit more in I this think round. So. I think the more TV appearances they do, the more comfortable she they get. She seemed to be a bit more involved in conversation. Sue as well also yeah. was getting a bit more involved. It's just that I feel like whilst they have improved on uh, their bonus mm. round uh, approach... I feel like they're guessing a lot less. They're actively, yeah. you know, I think, deducing and thinking more. Yes, yes, um, definitely. I feel like they're a bit slow when it comes to the buzzers. Mm-hmm. And it might be because in the first two rounds, uh, Triggs definitely got penalised for buzzing too early. Yeah. And I think maybe they've had to reassess and maybe overcorrected a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I think the next round, they're going to have to be a little bit more aggressive on the buzzer. Yeah, yeah. Because that's where Bailey won out. Because if you look at their stats, mm. which we'll get into in a minute, yeah, you'll see that... Kings were slightly more consistent in their bonus rounds. Uh, yep. They just had fewer of them. Mm-hmm. Whereas Belial really got to where they were because they were very, very assertive on that buzzer. Yeah. Not just O'Connor. Crowther definitely buzzed in Schofield, very... Schofield, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Those two, uh, those three even. But yeah, I do remember Crowther also. Very, two very definitive buzzers. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Nah, it's again, I feel like as we see the teams go on, who we before said, oh, they're a bit shy, they're not being very involved. You definitely see them kind of waking up a bit more and getting more used to, you know, getting involved in the yeah. proceedings. And I think, you know, having won so many in a row, I think that also gives them a bit of a confidence boost. Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing both teams again. Um, before we go into stats and stuff, uh, which team do you mm. think you have a bit more of that, you know, you want to see go through? Um, I kind of want to see Belial go through. I mean, I like both of them very much, but I really like the Belial dynamic. That's true. Um, I mean, I feel like really I'm grow- it's, it's growing on me a lot. So Yeah, in a perfect world i don't want any team to go home yeah at this point (laughs) at this at this stage i do think belial is a bit stronger yeah and like we said um last week i think every match every loss is going to be an upset in some way at this point so yeah this was how it goes yeah this wasn't necessarily an upset for me because this is the result i expected yeah same but 
it's still kind of, you know, yeah. you don't like seeing teams you like. I know. Losing. It's going to get so sad now. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, let's move on to Stats Corner. Yes, yeah, so Stats Corner, um, courtesy of UC Stats. Yes. Honestly, uh, you know, if you're willing to you know, come in and talk to us, we'd love to chat about <laughs> your entire process. Yeah, which... Yeah. So like you said, um, Baleol did get more starter questions. So they got 9 out of 11. That's very good. Compared to King's um, 6 out of 10. Yeah. And then when it came to bonus questions, actually, both teams got an equal percentage of bonus questions correct really specifically 44.44 percent oh that's a that's a bit on the low side yeah i mean when actually. you compare that to in the second round where baylor got 80 percent of their bonuses oh, more, correct. Right? Yeah. yeah but then uh yeah like you said it was the starter questions that put Baleol forward mm-hmm. uh they had 80 percent of their starters correct compared to king 60 percent yeah oh i yeah. could have done that mathematics in my head six yeah. out of ten <laughs> how do you calculate that yeah yeah and also, I noticed that uh, Belia were able to capitalize on a rebound several times as well. Yes, yes. So they well, they got uh, two rebounds. Yeah. Uh, King got one. So yeah. Yeah. So I guess uh, fair is fair, mm. but that's the danger when uh, when it comes to the whole buzzing thing. And yeah, I do feel like there is an art to buzzing at just the right time. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And obviously, if you don't know and you have to guess, then that's where the rebounds a bit different. Mm. But I think those stats tell an interesting story. Is there anything else? Um, obviously, it's not a very high-scoring match, so we've not seen any changes. Yeah, I mean, compared to... So, for example, O'Connor and Triggs, we've seen them buzz, uh, get many, many starter questions um, right in the past. This time, it was a bit lower, so O'Connor got five out of six. Last time, he got, what, nine, almost? Yeah. And then Triggs, um, four out of five, which is, I think, I would say roughly the number of... of right answers he's gotten before as as compared to before but then I think in the past he's made plenty of incorrect interruptions as well so he's definitely getting better at that yeah it could just be that he's being a bit more cautious but I think when it comes to their next game they have to be a little less cautious it's a a difficult thing I know right we we give all kinds of weird shifting advice on this podcast I mean at the end of the day uh, it doesn't matter we have no idea what we're doing we just (laughs) like the show so don't listen to our advice (laughs) this is just our slightly informed opinion about what to do yeah and us gushing about how much we love this show exactly and also mm. these rounds have already been filmed so it doesn't matter they can't listen and say <laughs> oh we'll make sure to do it next time they're like oh thank you for telling me what I should have done I a few months ago <laughs> hey alright um, any other stats you want to talk about yeah those are the main ones fantastic so now we can move on to the real stuff <laughs> the best dressed the best dress. So, yes, what about you, Tom? What what would you say? So, I want to preface this by saying mm. we've previously kind of mourned the loss of the good dressed, the good dressed, that's a really <laughs> bad way of saying it. The, the well dressed. The well dressed. The contestants who kind of set themselves out there a bit in how they dress. Yeah. Uh, we've seen less of that, but there was yeah. a slight resurgence this okay. round because yeah. O'Connor was wearing his dungarees, which was interesting. A choice, yes. for sure. Yes. But I would say that I think Weaver. Yeah, I liked Weaver's outfit as I well. I mean, she's still wearing red. It's good to see that she's yeah, so she's that been color. wearing yeah the kind of red, uh, red, black kind of cream ensemble. I really like that combination. No, yeah, she so was, she looked very good. Yeah, um, Tomasi gets a mention just because look, he's the kind of man who could come in on a singlet and still look fairly distinguished. <laughs> yes, yes, uh, you, could you know, say he's that. got that you know that look Australians have, yeah, which you get from you know being a product of probably some kind of mixed race down there. Yeah, so. 
some, you know, very nice uh, beard and hairstyle. Yeah, I think there's some Italian with English being mixed oh, could in, be. which gets, gets you some Tomasi is, uh, is that Italian? It's definitely not an English surname. It sounds Hungarian to me. Uh, we should ask him. I don't him. know. Yeah. But there's definitely been a blend of European. Uh, yes, in there. yes, yes. Uh, but also, I should mention, Schofield's knitwear is always, as always, uh, on point. Yeah, yeah. And like, I like her hair as well. Oh, yeah. She's got very it's nice long, hair. Long, luxurious hair. And, you know, Crawford also... I would say the entire Balliol team really yeah, put in yeah. effort. Um, that's not to say that they were slouching on uh, the no, king's side. No, not at all. They looked fine. Yeah, like we said, Weaver was best dressed. Mm. Triggs, as always, looked pretty good. Yeah. Shu, I think he just... That's just how he dresses. Yeah. I would say. Very practical. Yeah, and Jackson... Mm. Jackson dresses like I would expect uh, yeah. you know, a 24-year-old man to dress. <laughs> Who studies war war studies. Exactly. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, uh, thank you very much for listening as we go down this serpentine uh, route. Route to the semi-finals yes yeah. the long and winding path as Paxman would say yeah wasn't Paxman more catty than usual this round yeah I think it was the, the popular music round that got him going a little uh, there's definitely certain um, episodes where he's definitely a bit more chipper and kind of joining in on the fun a <laughs> little bit and other times he's a bit more you know sour old man yeah I think this is one where he was enjoying himself a bit more possibly maybe because he can see the finish line <laughs> maybe yeah so we'll see what goes on because there's going to be many more of these yes um, which is good it's a good thing don't misinterpret mm-hmm. that as me saying oh my god more stuff yeah so you know you've, we've got some exciting teams still coming up we've got Strathclyde Durham Imperial Warwick oh my god I'm so excited yeah there's some really really strong teams to come and mm-hmm. we're also going to see repeats from Birkbeck and uh, Maudlin Yes, yes. So yeah, like we said, every every match is going to upset us now in some way, but that's the fun of it. And um, yeah. Indeed, there's sometimes we'll... fun in being hurt. Yeah. Yes, a bit sadist. <laughs> yes, this episode is brought to you by uh, the BDSM community, I guess. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at I Got That One Too. So on Instagram, as I Got That One, exactly. or email us at ictopodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, give us any feedback. We love the feedback Mm -hmm. just no death threats please yes we prefer to not have death threats Mm. thank you so much see you next time